welcome to a very special Halloween week here on Short Stories for Kids. Yes, that's right, guys. It is Halloween on the 31st of October, uh, which I believe is this Sunday. So this whole week, we've decided to just do Halloween stories. Now, you guys have been sending in some amazing Halloween ideas, and we're really sorry that we couldn't do all of them. We simply had too many to fit into the week stories but we want to say a huge thank you to all of you for putting your requests in and so it was very difficult to decide but we have decided on four Halloween ideas and we hope that you enjoy these very spooky fun stories for Halloween. Now before we get into this very special Halloween story Here's a quick word from our sponsors. Okay, so our first shout out today goes to Penny from Tampa, Florida. And Penny loves short stories for kids and asks for a story every time they get in the car. And she would love to hear a story about a pirate mummy and a Cheshire cat on Halloween. Ooh, we like these ideas, Penny. Thank you very much. Are you guys ready for your first spooky Halloween story? We have a special little intro for you, so here we go. It was the night before Halloween, and Penny was getting very excited. She had decided on the perfect costume. This year, Penny was going to be a pirate. She was just trying on her outfit one last time before bed, giving herself a twirl before her mirror. She was very pleased with how she looked. Just one more sleep to go, Penny said to herself as she changed into her PJs. She wriggled down into her bed and with her head on the pillow, she gave a little yawn and closed her eyes. (sighs) And then she opened them again. There was a light in her room, just a soft glow, but even so, it was a light that shouldn't be there. Sitting up in bed, Penny could see exactly where it was coming from. Hanging in mid-air, near the foot of her bed, was a glowing banana. No, not a banana, but banana-shaped. In fact, It was more like a smile just floating there. Good evening, said the smile. And as it did so, a pair of eyes appeared above it. Penny gasped. She'd seen something like this before in the story where Alice goes to Wonderland. Are you, are you the Cheshire Cat? Asked Penny quietly. Oh, no, goodness me, no, said the smile as a nose and ears appeared too. Not the Cheshire Cat. I'm the Egyptian Cat. 
And with that, the rest of the cat appeared, sprawled across the end of Penny's bed. It was a thin but graceful-looking animal with a twitching tail. I've never heard of an Egyptian cat before, admitted Penny. Haven't you? said the cat in surprise. I thought we were rather famous, companions to the pharaohs. Penny had heard of the pharaohs. They were the ancient rulers of Egypt. But what are you doing in my bedroom? It's pretty late, you know. Is it? asked the cat as he considered Penny's words. Oh, I suppose it is. I keep forgetting you humans like to sleep when it's dark. But that's probably just as well. My master can't exactly wander around in the daytime anyway. Your master? said Penny. Who's your master? Omre, the great, glorious king of the Nile Valley, announced the cat grandly. A king? gushed Penny. Oh, no wonder he can't walk around the daytime. People would be bothering him all the time and pointing at his crown. The Egyptian cat paused and considered Penny carefully. Hmm, he said. Not quite. Perhaps you should meet his highness. The cat hopped off the bed and headed for the door. Well, are you coming? Nervously, Penny followed him. Despite being the end of October, it was still warm in Penny's Florida garden. It was strange to be outside under the stars in just her PJs, though. Your Excellency, asked the Egyptian cat, speaking into the darkness. I have found one. Found one, thought Penny. Whatever could the cat mean? Somebody stepped out of the shadows, but it was far from the knightly figure Penny had been expecting. This wasn't royalty in a golden crown and expensive clothes, but a shuffling body wrapped in strips of cloth. The king was a mummy. Penny stared, but not in terror. Strangely, she didn't feel frightened at all. If anything, she was curious about what exactly was going on. You're pretty small, said the mummy. Penny frowned. I think I'm just right, she snapped back. For a pirate, I mean, the mummy explained. Oh, I'm not a pirate, said Penny. Not a pirate, wailed the clearly disappointed mummy. Cat, explain yourself. The Egyptian cat was looking confused. But I saw you, he said. You look just like a pirate right before you went to bed. Penny understood now. That's just my costume for tomorrow. The mummy sighed. Oh, that's it then. I'll never get to be a pirate, he said sadly. Oh, we've looked everywhere, explained the cat. Search the whole world so my master Omere the Great can join a band of pirates and seek out treasure. But we can't find anyone, added Omre the mummy. The Egyptian cat had lost his smile entirely. 
When I found you, I thought we'd finally succeeded and my master would get his wish. Oh, I see, said Penny. But why do you want to be a pirate? The mummy pointed to his bandages. It's not easy being 2,000 years old. Things get a bit boring. I just fancied trying something different, that's all. Penny took a deep breath. Okay, she said. I think I have an idea. I know a way that you can be a pirate. But you'll have to wait until tomorrow night. Can you do that? Oh, absolutely, smiled Ombre the mummy, hopefully. The following evening found Penny once more in her backyard. But instead of PJs, this time she was in her pirate costume. But she wasn't the only pirate present. She'd made a little pirate bandana for the Egyptian cat to wear, who was now strutting about the grass as he imagined how great he looked. But even more impressive was Amore the mummy. He had brown pirate boots on his feet, a thick belt from which hung a plastic sword, a long pirate coat, an eye patch, and a big black pirate hat with a skull and crossbones on it. You look amazing, declared Penny. I do, don't I? said Amory proudly. But where do we find the treasure? Penny snatched up a plastic bucket in the shape of a pumpkin. For that, you'll need one of these. I've got one too. Now, let's go find some treasure. Both the Egyptian cat and Amore the mummy ground to an immediate halt. Wait a minute, said Amore. We can't go out there, not on the street. People will see us. I know, grinned Penny. But but won't they be frightened of me? Amore asked. Not tonight, laughed Penny. Tonight you'll fit right in. And she was right. She took her two new friends out to the sidewalk where children and adults were dressed in a multitude of costumes. There was superheroes and dragons and unicorns. There were robots and aliens and dinosaurs. And there were vampires and werewolves and ghosts. There was even someone dressed up as a mummy. And not one person looked at Amore and thought he looked odd. Penny took them to a neighbor's house, where they were given a handful of candy for their buckets. Great costume, said the neighbor. A pirate mummy, that is so cool. At the next house, a man asked if he could have a selfie with Amore and gave them each a chocolate muffin. And so it went all evening. Later, back at Penny's house, Amore was staring into his overflowing pumpkin bucket. So much treasure, he said with delight. Look, I've got so much, I've had to fill my pockets too. That was rather splendid, said the happy cat. I haven't had this much fun in over a hundred years. Can we do it again tomorrow night? asked Amre. Penny laughed. Oh no, Halloween only happens once a year. But if you want to come next year, we can do it all over again. 
Excellent, said Omre the mummy. Then let's do that. But Penny, one more question. What is it? asked Penny. Do we have to be pirates again? he asked. No, you can be anything you like, anything at all, she explained. And so, do you know what they decided to be next year? You'll never guess. Next year, Omari the Mummy wants to be an astronaut. The end.